like in the booth, you know? So like, like when you're, you're like when you're recording, I think. Yeah, so we're kind of in the cut here. Yeah, we're in the cut. We're Can in the cut. Uh, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Insanely Chill. Um, it's not the weekend edition. It's not, but alas, we are drinking. This is going to be another, another, not actually here. Let me restart it. Actually, <laughs> we can just keep going. I'll edit it. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to Insanely Chill. Today is a special episode. I know it's supposed to be only me today, but uh, I'm in Ibiza, and uh, I'm joined by my one of my best friends, Alexander, here, Johan. Have you ever called me that before? <laughs> Alexander? <laughs> Alexander. Like, no, but this is a special occasion. It is, it is a special occasion. It's true. Because we're like, this is official, you know, we're saying we're recording. That's true. This is a, this is a podcast, so you kind of, you know, you got to use full first names. That's gotcha. right. Your real name is Johan. I don't know if you want the internet knowing that, but. <laughs> no, that's fine. I mean, it's not searchable, you know, you can. You can call me Johan all you want. It's not searchable. It's Are not you searchable. off the grid? I'm totally off the grid when it comes to Johan. <laughs> okay. So, um, Alex is my close friend from college. Uh, we roomed together. We were we were uh, sophomore year roommates and then sophomore. senior year roommates. That's right. And you are a, I want to say a philanthropist. Oh, I hate that. <laughs> Why I, you hate that? I hate that. Why? It's like it's like humanitarian. You kind of are though. I mean, I yeah, I'm transitioning out of it though. Okay. I don't know. Philanthropist is like Andrew Carnegie. It's like I made a ton of money and I'm going to give like a ton of money to like the arts and like humanitarian causes, you know? But isn't being a real philanthropist like, or not, I guess like not a real philanthropist, but like it's even more philanthropic to be a philanthropist when you're not rich and you don't have a ton of money. Yeah, yeah. I guess I, I, I feel like I was more of a development professional for a little bit. Okay, but it's it's certainly not like the the career I, I plan on pursuing. Okay, um, but yeah. Um. Anyways, we're and and you're also a, a well traveled individual, and we are in Ibiza right now. We should be out drinking by the pool, which we were. So this episode will be. A little bit of a drunk episode. A little, a little bit of a drunk episode. We've had a few cervezas. Let's just say that. All right? Yeah. Um, and uh, so I thought, I thought we made this episode travel-themed. I like that. Yeah? I like that. I've got, I mean, I, it, I, I feel weird being being boastful about uh, about my travels, but I'm certainly a, uh, I'm no, a well-traveled guy. You don't have to be boastful. Okay, that was boasting. I don't mean to be boastful, but I've been to every single country and uh, I'm cultured. I've had a few experiences, Mm -hmm. you know, in Um, various places. So we we were just in Barcelona for two days. We flew in. uh, When was that? I don't even know what day it is anymore. It was it was a blurry. It was a blurry few hours in there. uh, And we arrived in Barcelona. Yeah. Um, We were in Barcelona. What did you think of Barcelona? I mean, Barcelona is like one of the best cities in the world. Oh, you had been before, though. I had. I'd been. I'd been once before. Okay. Uh, I want to say four years ago, uh, and I don't know. It's just like, I mean, what did you think? It was like, I thought it was amazing. I have. I have my opinions about it. It's like this. This massive, massive city. Yeah. Um, like it's right on the beach. It has like a kind of like a, like an on the beach vibe, kind of like parts of LA do, right? But then it's also like. It's it's huge. It's really cosmopolitan. Um, yeah. And there's like so many different artists and you can just like wander the streets and, and get lost. And I don't know, as, as cliche as it sounds like. I don't think it's cliche. 
I mean, when I when I picture when people told me like it was right on the beach and it's like this big city that has like a beachy sort of vibe, I didn't picture it like as like urban as it was. Like we were staying in a hostel, like sort of I don't even know, like not downtown, but like not not close to the beach, not that close, right? But also like not like outside of like the main activities. Like we were yeah. really close to like La Rambla, which is like one of the very famous streets there in, in yeah. Barcelona. But I just kind of pictured this like paradise where it was like sort of like like it, it was more like I don't want to say like run down than I thought, but I had this like I don't know I had this like idea of this perfect like beach city where everything was like cool and modern for some reason, even though like Spain is yeah old as fuck. So right? what is what is your idea of like a perfect like beach city though? Like I don't know. Uh, like I guess sort of I don't want to say like South Beach, but like. Like South Beach of Miami. Yeah, like sort of like more. And, and like, I, I don't know, for some reason, it just like didn't think like it would be, it would it would feel like another European city to yeah. me for some reason. I don't know. I guess I'm just fucking but, ignorant. But it is. It's just like very much like very busy and like a lot of, you know, a like lot of tourists, but like tourists but, and like, but it, no, no, like not, I'm not saying like it was bad in it by any means. I'm just saying it was like different from what I pictured. Yeah. Like my whole goal, my whole like travel goal this year was go to Barcelona because I had this like idea of this like. Yeah. beautiful beach city and it is it was like a lot of fun but like for some reason it was like a little bit different than what i thought so is ibiza ibiza is a little bit different than i thought what did like, you think i thought it would be i didn't actually expect like all this like kind of like development like here in this little town yeah like the island is beautiful we stayed at this like amazing spot last night saw like one of the best sunsets i think i've ever seen yeah um oh yeah to top five and do you ever do you do you know the other Best sunsets you've ever seen? Actually, Sorry to interrupt, but no, 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 I do. Uh, so I've won. So uh, in Burma, uh, one of the actually the best sunset I've ever seen. Wait, where, where the fuck is Burma? First Burma is in Southeast Asia. Yeah, of course. Yeah, you know. Yeah, no, I knew that just for the. Cody's got great geography. Great <laughs> geography skills. I didn't know where Connecticut was for like my first three years in college. <laughs> just straight up didn't know, and like, like we used to, we used Devin, to. Devin is from there. And I went there and I didn't know where it was on the map. We used to like get drunk and like ask Cody like geography questions about like the 50 states and like <laughs> is it's like incomparable in terms of your, your ignorance. <laughs> ask me one right now. Like, uh, okay, which region of the United States is South Dakota? Uh, that would, that I know where that it's by, it's close to Montana. Okay. It's the North. West. It's not the northwest. North, the mid, mid. <laughs> uh, <laughs> north, mid. It's the north. north it's mid. the middle north. I think it's by Iowa. Yeah, which is also in the mid middle north. The middle north. Yeah, the middle north. <laughs> I, I like that. I like that. That's not a term that's <laughs> ever been used to describe anything geographically. Yeah, it's in the middle north. The, the middle mid, north. Uh, the old, the old mid north. There's uh, no middle north even in Game of Thrones. <laughs> It does sound like a medieval, like, ah, the Mid-North. Ah, the Mid-North, the king. Trying to take over the Mid-North. Anyways, Burma. Burma, yeah, sorry. So, yeah, best sunset I've ever seen. Uh, I was in this place called Bagan, um, which has, like, all these temples from, like, probably, like, 900 to 1,000 years ago. Okay. One of the most beautiful places I've ever been. Um, And I... Went on this little like sunset cruise on the Iridati River. Okay. Um, it was awesome. It was like, I was by myself. Um, just went out on like a long tail boat. 
And for whatever reason, it was, this was also like the first time I was ever like traveling by myself, which was like a really like liberating. Loser. Loser. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's super cool, man. Sounds cool. Um, yeah. No, I love like just being by myself. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, Sweet. Uh, yeah. Uh, cool. But uh, yeah, anyways. Um, you know, so for when this podcast opportunity came up, you know, I can just tell everybody my, about my experience. <laughs> I just foresaw that. <laughs> Burma um, River. Burma River. Irudati River. Uh, it, was, it was really nice because you could see as the sun was setting, like it was illuminating all the temples like along the, mm. the riverbed, mm-hmm. which is was really amazing. That's sick. Um, but yeah, I just like, you know, crushed a six pack of beer by myself and i don't know it just for whatever reason will always be the one it's always going to be the sunset that's amazing that sounds super lonely but that's awesome yeah (laughs) so that's your number one that's my number one okay yeah number two not so lonely not so lonely um in da nang vietnam which i think have you been yeah 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 um did you ever like go out to like that little peninsula or whatever uh we weren't in da nang for that long I think that's like where you get like the scooters or something like. Yeah. You, we like passed through it or like we were there like Hoi, very briefly. Hoi, Hoi yeah. 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 It's close to Hoi An. Okay. Um, and it's the third biggest city in Vietnam, but they've got this little peninsula like kind of out um, away from the city and you can see the whole city skyline from this little like kind of, I want to say secluded, but. Uh, the, the loneliest theme the continues. No, I, I just said, fucking dude. Oh, like, you're with what? people. Oh, I was with someone. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Okay. I may or may not have made out with someone. <laughs> okay. On the fucking wow. sunset. All right. On the sunset cruise. Um, so this is just the complete opposite. This, this is, is the. This is not lonely at all. This no. is very much romantic. I don't know what it says about me, but that my that my number one sunset is <laughs> is a lonely <laughs> venture. Uh, but <laughs> your number two is yeah. when you were hooking up with someone on a boat or something on a sunset cruise. We climbed up on these rocks, and and yeah, I mean, it's pretty much the most romantic thing I've ever done. So, really, yeah, wow, yeah. that's crazy. Yeah, um, I, I'd say like last night's got to be one of one of my favorite ones. It, like, it could we, be three for me. Well, how do you even explain it? We were on the rooftop bar of this hotel that we were staying in, and we didn't even like. We kind of like took a cab to the hotel, didn't really like get the lay of the land. And then all of a sudden we go up to the roof and it's like, we got like a 360, well not 360, but it's like entire, no, it's a, like a 360 view of the ocean basically. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, the sun starts going down. It's just like there's sailboats parked in the water. Fucking absolutely beautiful. Yeah. Absolutely beautiful. Had a couple of sundowners as the, uh, the <laughs> South Africans or the Australians say. Um, Is that a phrase? It's a real thing, man. Sundowners. Sundowners. So when you're having a drink and watching the sun go down. Yeah, man. Huh, really? Yeah. Huh. Couple of sundanas. Very interesting. And then and then these two girls on the roof um recognized me and came over. And one of them was had a FaceTime conversation loaded up. It was it was already in the midst of the FaceTime. And she just puts it in front of my face and's like or she was like, Hey, are you Cody Co? And I was like, Yeah. And she was like, All right, I have some friends I want to talk to you. And she's like, put the <laughs> it's like forced facetime she like <laughs> facetime raped me <laughs> i was like oh what's up because you can't at that point it's like all right what are you gonna do it's gonna non-consensual go face no thanks i don't yeah exactly no thanks not not in the mood to facetime right now no you're not gonna deny that but it was two it was two uh chodesters 
I can't. I don't think I can say that. It's fucked up that it's like it's a real thing now. For me, that like, term chodesters, like it's it's stuck completely. And you had no intention of that happening. No, right? I said it. I said it like uh, off the cuff while filming one of one of the videos. It was like not even something I had like written down as a joke that I wanted to say. It was just like I read. I forget it was in the it was in the Jake Paul video, I think, and it's like. All right, Chodesters. And then everyone just like started saying it. And now it's like kind of stuck. What is what do you, do you know the origins of that? Like that slang term like chode? <laughs> Why chode. <would> I? <laughs> chode. It's better when you ASMR it. That's what I realized. You ever seen ASMR? I don't know. No, I don't know. It's like when people it's like when people people apparently really like listening to other people like whisper. It's basically ASMR is like a term for sounds that make your like make you feel good. So like make you tingle. Oh. So like when you hear like a sound, like you something like, for example. <laughs> that sound wouldn't cut. For example. That sound might not make us feel so good. Some other people listening might might find that sounds. Um, um, no, but so like people will record full videos of themselves like whispering, like they'll read stuff and just whisper the whole thing and do like side to side and people will listen to it and Wait, you can right, hear it does, go you, from ear to oh, ear, right? Because this mic okay, is, okay, okay, you know, okay. whatever, mono, stereo. I don't know how the whole fucking thing works. I can't believe you brought this with you. Yeah, it's like not that heavy and I wanted to. I've just, I've seen Marcus and Sam like on the podcast so many times. Yeah. I don't know. It's just like, but we use different. We use a, different mics. Oh yeah, yeah. We use like we have like a whole like mixer and like mic setup. So speaking, speaking, speaking of chodesters, <laughs> speaking of chode, <laughs> it definitely is very chode. Uh, it's chody. Yeah, I can understand. Why, I can actually, I can understand why Sam is so good at, at this. You know? <laughs> just being so close to to chodes. Um, what was it? Oh yeah. So she she put the thing in front of my face, and I Facetime with the chodesters for a little while. Not not no no hate on them like uh, it was cool that they recognized me it was cool to talk no they to were good they were like yeah, we don't want to like bother you like no it was cool it was cool it was definitely cool and it happened like a couple times in Barcelona too weird yeah weird as fuck um, one thing I wanted to mention was sorry this is another sweaty episode I've recorded a <laughs> couple episodes in the past where I've been very sweaty because you know it's summer in LA right now and I don't have AC so it's just like I'm just sweating all the time and this is another sweaty episode because we realized that. This hotel <laughs> just fucking charges like it's it's like cheap, is it? No, this is cheap. We booked this two nights ago, and it's like it's not it's not expensive. Okay, yeah, um, it's a cheapish hotel. It's like the party hotel, or whatever. It's called like what's it called? Beezer Rocks or something? Yeah. And uh, they charge you for it's first of all, it's twenty five euro for a towel, <laughs> and it's seven euro to use the fucking AC to turn the AC on. It's true. And so being the Prideful, no, we would do it. It's just like we're too lazy to walk down and get them to turn it on. Wait, what are we prideful about? I'm saying like being like the dude, like we're like, no, seven euro? Hell no. No. No, I, I think sweat all night. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I apologize for that. Uh, this is another sweaty episode. We've been sweating all for four days straight. We've been sweating. Yeah. It's, yeah. Nonstop. My skin's breaking out. From all the sweat that's just constantly on my face. This, this morning I was editing today's video. My face was just fucking, you saw that. It was dripping sweat. Well, you went for, I think you went for, for a workout like in a sauna. And then you, then you came out and we're just. It's funny how that. I've never, I've never, you know. You ever do that? Like go for like a really like, like run outside when it's really warm and then you just don't stop sweating for like hours afterwards. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 yeah sure. 
I had to work out though. I felt like uh You're in a beast, man, of course. Like every everyone here is like always working out like every like 15 minutes. Like I know, every dude here is either British or Irish and just jacked to the gills, tattoos all over them. Yeah. And like as you said, like they all have the same exact body. It's like it's almost <laughs> it's so admirable that they all look like that. I know it's true. I mean, yeah, like they got to like work hard to get a body like that. It's just funny. They all the they're There's, all the they all the same height. They're yeah. like six foot one, six foot two. They all they're of the same body. They all have the same tattoos, the exact same haircut. But I'm and they're in groups of like they go in like they they roam around in groups of like fourteen dudes. Yeah. It's like, how are they like getting into clubs and shit? I don't know. Reminds me a little bit of your brother sunset. Yeah. <laughs> no, exactly. The complete opposite. You were alone <laughs> for that. <laughs> um. So what's your? Uh, what do you have written down? Whatever. We um. Oh. We came up with notes before this. We did. Um. So we had some. Okay. Shit. So yeah. So we covered like we covered our Spain trip. Yeah, we wanted to make this travel themed. I have another. I have another story from from Sri Lanka. I'm not sure if I want to get into that one. Do we want to get into that one? Why? Well, like, how? What am I? I don't know the story. How am I supposed to know we want to get into it? Yeah. We also have the. We, I have another story from Vietnam. It's great. Let's let's give a little bit of back uh, backstory here. Uh, Alex was in the Peace Corps for two years. I was. Yes, I lived in Nepal in the middle of fucking nowhere. Mm-hmm. Um, great experience. Uh, some people like one thing, one thing I've been really struggling with recently is people come, come up to me and they're like, so why, like, why did you do that? And you know, like typically people are like expecting to hear like, Oh, you know, I wanted to like go like help people. And yeah. like, you know, like, like this, this sort of thing. And that's certainly like not the case. I like, I went because <laughs> it's kind of a funny thing to admit. <laughs> I mean, I think, I, I don't know. I, I mean, it's not like, I went more for like the anthropological experience. Okay. I wanted to learn the language. I wanted okay. like, I wanted to just like, um, this is another thing I hate, but like immerse myself, yeah. you know, and like become one of the, you know, one of the villagers per okay. se. Um, but one of the things I realized very early on was like, that was never actually going to happen. Cause like, I will always be like a white dude from the suburbs of Pennsylvania. Okay. Um, but yeah, no, it was like, it was, you know, an, an amazing experience and, you know, learned a lot about myself, but, um, what, what exactly did you ask me at the beginning? Uh, I just said you were in the Peace Corps. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and I just kind of riffed there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, uh, yeah. And you speak but Nepali. Nepali. I do speak Nepali. Fluently. Um, almost. almost fluently. I was fluent at one point. Okay. I was fluent at one point, but. Okay. So say you know. something. You. <laughs> That's like the number one question when anyone <laughs> asks, anyone like finds out you speak another language. Yeah. The number one question is always like, all right, say, well, say something. You know what I mean? Like. Malai Boklagio. There you go. Boom. I'm fucking hungry. <laughs> That's what that means? <laughs> really? <laughs> it's funny because I kind of am right now. <laughs> We've had a, a few too many beers here on uh And not stomach. enough food. <laughs> <laughs> that was one of the, that was like one of the reasons. We'll go back. We'll come back to the uh, uh, Peace Corps stuff in a second. But one of the reasons why I worked out this morning was that we, I think I've literally gained four or five pounds in the four days that we've been here just I mean, from eating just, meat and cheese and bread. It's all prosciutto and cheese. Yeah. It's like, I mean, the food is fucking amazing. And we have, we had any fish. Yeah. We had salmon yesterday on pizza though. Yeah. 
we just had a lot of like it's like you know the all the corner places are like bakeries and it's like very like bread heavy i don't know how people here like it seems like everyone here is like relatively attractive like the women notably there's not extremely attractive and everyone's like in shape more so than the states for sure yeah there's not but it's like like how obesity you see in the states for sure how i don't know everyone's everyone seems like relatively healthy um if you count smoking as (laughs) because everyone here smokes everyone here smokes it's insane they have these little vending machines where you go you go and get get your smokes like in the club cigs yeah um, but yeah, no, you, I think you asked me about the Peace Corps because I was able to travel a lot, like, okay. while I was in the Peace Corps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I have this great story from Vietnam that, uh, I don't know, again, as cliched as it sounds, uh. You say cliched? That's not a word? I don't think it's a word. I think it's cliche. But I think when something's like. I think you can't like have a past tense cliche. Cliche. But if something's like cliche, oh, maybe. Right? Try Google it? Cli, Yeah. If it's cliched though, it's like already <laughs> already become a cliche. Cliched. Wow, no, oh, that's actually a word. Boom. Holy shit, I'm totally wrong. I'm just showing a lack of or- originality. <clears throat> yeah, but I guess like my love for travel, right? Okay. It's just like who doesn't love to travel? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I know. It's like people say that shit in interviews. I know. Like job interviews. Like, oh, I'd love to travel. Like, who doesn't fucking love to travel? <laughs> like, it's the same, it's the same exact thing when someone's like when someone like find like is successful in some like entrepreneurial endeavor and they go, yeah, I don't know. It's like the nine to five wasn't for me. You know, it's for nobody. <laughs> it's for fucking nobody. Nobody wants to be in a cubicle, <laughs> but like people have to do that because not everyone can succeed. Like we entrepreneurial. All to, like, we all have to like contribute to society in some way. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Just like a, I don't know. It's like, I couldn't, I couldn't, you know, uh, bear by the rules of like a normal job and I couldn't really have a boss. And it's like, no, like dude, nobody can. There's so few like extraordinary, excuse me, extraordinary like entrepreneurial people, you know? Yeah. Like in the grand scheme of things. Okay. So of course, like, of course you're going to love to travel. Of course you don't like want to be like a slave to the man. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know. I hate that shit. Yeah. It's so true. Um, but anyway, so give me a crazy story. Crazy story. You said there's a crazy story from Vietnam or something. No, it's not a crazy story. It's just in brief. Um, I was like traveling in, in Vietnam with, with a good buddy of mine from the Peace Corps. And we'd gone out the night before, um, like stayed up till like 4 or 5 a.m. And the next day we had a flight to Phu Quoc, which is a beautiful island, um, like in the south of Vietnam. But right before we got like in the cab, we we, we stopped and got like some pho. Mm-hmm. Um and, you know, we'd been out. It's like only like 7.45 in the morning. You know, we'd only gotten a couple hours of sleep. And I had this like big gigantic bowl of pho in front of me and I was eating it and I finished it up and we pay and, and then we leave. And we're like leaving the market <clears throat> and like the vendor, the pho vendor, like calls after us, calls after us. I'm like, what? Like, what, did we like do something wrong? You know, okay. like what is like going on? And she has this one piece of meat, like in my chopsticks that I had like forgotten to eat. And she literally just put it straight into my mouth. It was hidden in this enormous pepper. And she was like, no, 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 you forgot to eat this. And I was like, I I mean, I I, like, I'm assuming that's what she said, like in Vietnamese. Yeah. And she like literally fed it to me. And I was like, that is the most amazing thing that's ever happened to me. She, she food raped you. (laughs) (laughs) She, there was some consensual food rape. 
That's crazy. Um, yeah. And really? I, yeah. I don't and I don't know. I was just like, that is the moment I like fell in love with Vietnamese people, and I was like, that is. So she did, like she came up and she was like like you she had it this. in my chopsticks, like in in between the chopsticks, and was just like like here, like take. So it. she knew that it was hidden, and yeah. you didn't know about that piece. And of we it. had paid, and we had left, and she was so like keen on me making sure that I like experienced eating that piece of meat. Was that, it? You think it was like a like a really good piece of meat? Like they, you know, like no, they I had mean, like the particular like, fatty one and the pepper and like. Oh, I mean, maybe I don't know. Maybe it's like the prime cut, just like the best tasting one. I maybe. I, I mean, know. it seems like like. Going through that much effort to like make sure your customer eats said, but I, I, mean, I mean, she just like cared about you, I guess. Yeah, she and wanted was, to make sure you ate that piece of meat. Yeah, and like, yeah, that's like the uh, that's I think that's my best travel story for sure. That's your for best sure. one. That's my best one. It's most like heartwarming one. It's pretty great, actually. It's pretty fucking great. Like I think back on on that like very very fondly. I have a much 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 darker story from Vietnam. <laughs> have you told me this one before? Yeah, I mean, you know. The time I got that leg infection and I, I mean, I've told this on YouTube before. This is like one of my videos that I did about traveling, but I didn't shit for 10 days. If you guys haven't shit for a while, like it's horrifying. It's the scariest thing. I would rather have diarrhea yeah. for a week straight than not being able to shit for a week straight. Yeah, I love diarrhea. 10 days. I love diarrhea. Why do you love diarrhea? Love, it keeps you real nice and tight. <laughs> it's actually true. In Bali, I had, I got Bali belly. Or whatever. Oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like basically like you just get diarrhea and throw up for like, I think it was like, honestly, like two days straight. And I lost so much weight. Just straight. I could see yeah. it in my face. My face. You know, like, do you ever, do you ever, like when you lose or gain weight, you see it in your face a yeah, lot? True. Some people like girls get it a lot in their face. It. That's why I like diarrhea so much. What do you mean girls love it? Because you look at tight, you know? You're looking. No, I'm saying like so, there's certain like people where like there's. Fat dudes that won't get it at all in their face. Oh, I see what I see. You know what I'm saying? But for me, it like happens a lot in my face. Like you can tell right now, like I'm a little bit more bloated because I've been fucking eating a lot of meat and cheese and shit like that. I see it in my face. And that's uh, because you're, you're vain. <laughs> Honestly, it's probably what it is. <laughs> it's me looking at myself in the mirror so much that I just, just I notice the like there's intricacies. A, there's a mirror, right? <laughs> yeah, we're not. <laughs> um, so I had Bali Belly for two days and I lost so much weight. I must have lost like four or five pounds. And was looking so dope. <laughs> so that's the key. Honestly, someone asked me the other day uh, on uh, Cameo. They were like, give me weight loss tips. Uh, it and, makes me feel. And so I was like, just get Bolly Belly. <laughs> <laughs> Easy. There you go. Uh, yeah, we used, to, we used to talk about that actually in Nepal. We, <laughs> we, like, we would joke about how like. Like, uh, like, like, what is that? It's like, if like diarrhea afflicts you, like you're going to be looking like real. No way. Real really? Like, yeah. We used to be able to go into like the capital, like every, every like few weeks or whatever, like go to cl- the club. Okay. They've got, a, they've got a few clubs out there. Um, you know, and if you're looking, you know, looking good, looking <laughs> Pakalalakio Bane, you're going to be. What language is that? Nepali. Oh, that's Nepali. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, what's your favorite place you've ever been? Favorite place I've ever been. And actually, we should also talk a little bit about the Peace Corps experience. We should. We can. Because it's interesting. People, probably some listeners here are like interested in joining the Peace Corps at some yeah. point. We can, yeah, we can um, talk about that. I will I will give you the... I won't sugarcoat it. That's for sure. Okay. 
Um, but no, favorite place I've ever been, I think it's still Vietnam. I love Vietnam. Okay. I really, really do. Uh, I also love Amsterdam. Oh, Amsterdam's so sick. Amsterdam is, is an amazing, amazing city for, for so many, so many reasons. Barcelona's um, got to get up there for me now, too. Yeah. Barcelona is, uh, <clears throat> yeah, it's a good one. It's a good one. But yeah. Um, Anyways, P, uh, Peace Corps experience. Peace Corps experience. Yeah, I mean, the thing about the Peace Corps experience is like, people are always like, oh, what'd you miss the most? Um, and like, it depends who I'm talking to. It's like someone I like know. And I'm like, oh, well, sex. Like, <laughs> okay, like, okay. Like, okay. Who doesn't, who's not going to miss that? Yeah, you know? yeah. Because um, you just, like, you weren't having any. Not too, too often. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. Because no. you were I'm in a, like a village, I'm right? a pretty solitary guy if you, uh, <laughs> if you haven't, haven't figured this out. Yeah, I was in a village. And like, you can't, you can't cross that line, you know? Yeah. This is another one of those like boundaries that you can just never cross. You yeah. Know? Like as like the foreigner, as an outsider. Yeah. And some do. Some do. It's called going native. Um, okay. Yeah. But going yeah. Going native? Going native. I kind of think it's like a little bit of a fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. We might have to cut that out. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> going native? No, no, no. Like, but I also get that like when I'm traveling too, it's like, oh, have you ever gone native anywhere? Like, it sounds like a white person term though, that they like that white but, people use for other white people. If you like hooked up with a Spanish girl while we were here, like that would be considered going native. Yeah. I guess, I guess uh, native... Yeah, native to me is always like people in Canada use the term native like racistly. Yeah. They use it as a racist term, even though it's not like a native, like they are Native Americans. Yeah. Like what is the proper term though? They're native Canadians, right? Like, yeah, what I, are they, I don't know. Like, in like Indians is, is the more like yeah. fucked up thing. We're probably gonna have to cut a lot of this. Is that <laughs> fucked up? I don't know. Like, I don't I mean, know. I don't know if they cut this or not because I don't know if it's <laughs> fucked up. Like, I don't know. Like native Canadians are, are, I don't think are referred to as Indians, but like in America, right. If you like say like Indians, people are like, okay, are you talking about someone from India? Yeah. Or, yeah. Are yeah. you talking about, yeah. About like a native American. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Just a couple of white, going native. Couple so of white dudes talking about race. It's always going to, it's always good. It's, it's, it's always going to go, it's go yeah. well. So you um, didn't go native. I did not go native. Okay. Others go native. Okay. Others go native, which is, you know, and you just like didn't want to cross that line. No, I didn't. Yeah. Um, no, but as I said, like anthropological experience, learned learned the language, uh, put together a project, um, and you really just gotta. I don't know. Depends on your own like individual motivation. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you want to do? What do you want to get out of it? Um, and so I was always someone that was like, "What the village wants, I will try and facilitate, and I'll never try and like push anything on them from like." Project perspective, from uh, cultural perspective, like Nepal is is basically the complete opposite of Western culture. How um, so? Just like in there, God. Just like here, I'll give you an example. Like, if you're hungry and I ask you if you want some more food, right? Yeah. What do you say? Yeah. Yeah, of course. Yeah. But in Nepal, if you're hungry, you say, "No, no, no, I don't, I don't want any more food." Like I'm, I'm good. Okay. This is like the polite thing to do. Okay. And they will keep insisting and insisting and insisting until they finally like, oh, okay. And that's like the polite thing to do because you're what you're saying is like, no, I don't need any more. But they want to show you how hospitable they can be. Okay. So. So you're supposed to say no. Yeah, no, you're supposed you. to say no, no until no, they you. like until they kind of like overpower you. And do they do that as well to each other? Yep, they do it. They do it to themselves. 
Um, if you're like with, if you, if you're lucky enough to get invited to sort of a, uh, a boge as they call it, okay. uh, which is a party, okay. um, typically going to be all men. Okay. Um, you never fill up your own glass with alcohol. Okay. Someone else is always like filling up like your glass for you. Um, because they're being hospitable. They're being hospitable and they want you to have a good time. So it's like, oh, you like need some more alcohol, you know? Huh. Um, so it's completely but, selfless. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Like yeah. in a sense where it's like. It's just very collective. It's a very collective. <laughs> so it, Everyone is is looking out for each other. And it, does that like uh, make for a good like party environment where everyone's trying to make sure everyone else is having a good time? I mean, it gets pretty rowdy, you know? Yeah, everyone's going to yeah. be Everyone's yeah. going to be drunk. But like sometimes, you know, sometimes you don't want that other glass of of alcohol, you know? Yeah. It's like here, if we want to go get another beer, we go and we get it. Yeah. Um, and like, if we're hungry, we go and get food ourselves. Right. Yeah. So that's really the, kind I, of could, the I, could, I could just see that getting like weirdly, like passive aggressive. It's like, no dude, have another one. No, no, please. I, I don't really want it. No, no, no you, must. Dude, you must have another one. You must. No, dude, you have another one. No, no, no. I'm fine. No, no. Have another one. You're good here. I filled it up for you, bro. Drink yeah. it, dude. I filled it up for you. Well, I filled you up one. Well, good. We filled up each other. Then <laughs> we filled up each other. We did a we did a lot of a lot of that filling up each just other. Fill, <laughs> good, just filled each other up. What uh, was your project? Project. Um. So in Nepal, you live in like uh, typically like a mud and like brick uh, house. Okay. And inside, those are like typically very dark. Okay. Um. And so in Nepal, what they do is they'll go outside, they'll wash the dishes, and then they'll put the dishes like back inside like still kind of wet and it's like a, it's a pretty like moist environment. Um, and but it has some ASMR right there. <laughs> moist. Moist. <laughs> <laughs> no, see my, my Nepali's gotten bad. Cause I'm trying to think of like the, the Nepali for, for, uh, for, Oh fuck. I don't know if there is one for like, like wet. <laughs> that's not a Nepal. That's an English word. No, I know. But Are you I'm saying kind of, like yeah. one for okay? Yeah, one for yeah, for wet. <laughs> well, hey, think about it. Yeah, I'll get, I'll come get, back I'll to get, it. Get, I'll, I'll come. I'll come straight back here with it. Um, <laughs> hey, just going overboard with the ASMR. <laughs> yeah, so they they'll put these they'll put these these dishes back inside their homes, and it breeds bacteria. So what we did is we put together a project where uh, the individual households were uh, investing their own amount of money into these outdoor dish drying racks. And so what they were is they were basically made out of like bamboo. Mm -hmm. Um, But obviously there's some money in like gathering up those resources and stuff. And uh, so we were able to get a little bit of money um, from outside and the community donated a little bit of money. The individual households invested a little bit of money and they're all able to like build these little outdoor dish drying racks so that their dishes would dry in the sun. Oh, word. Um, so. And did yeah. you like, did it like work? Like, yeah, I mean, it worked. They're all still there. They, I get pictures like all the time. Like, really? Yeah. 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 That's sick. Yeah. That's so, cool. You like made it a fucking. Yeah. And it like definitely, it definitely, I mean, it took like, it took like nine months of kind of being in this village and like. Like having, the, having these people like understand why I was there. Okay. So, and like you learning like what they really need. Yeah. 
Yeah. Or like what they could need. Yeah. And like the big, probably one of the biggest initial challenges was when I first got there, they thought I was like this all knowing, uh, like person. Cause okay. I was like this foreigner, you know, I was from yeah. America Yeah, and they're like, Oh, like, what can we do about this? What can we do about this? And I was like, I don't know anything about like irrigation. Yeah. You know? Like yeah. I have no expertise in irrigation. Um, so yeah, it's kind of where it went. So then they're like, all right, well, like, we like dry our dishes outside. You're like, you're <laughs> so like, yeah, no, fuck you're, yeah, you're, yeah you fuck yeah. Let's do that. that shit. I've got some, I've got some expertise in that. <laughs> and you said you, you remember you telling me you couldn't go outside for a lot of like you spend a lot of time reading, right? Because like it's so hot there that you can't even. Yeah, in the in what is like the American summer, it's the monsoon season over there, okay. uh, so it's just like humid um, and moist um, and. <laughs> And yeah, so I spent a lot of time like in those couple months, like reading a lot, um, which is great. It was good for me, like personally. And uh, developing a permanent farmer's tan. A permanent farmer's tan. As you've said, right? Because the UV radiation is, is it, is it radiation? Uh, I don't know. Um, I don't know. You know what's refreshing about your podcast? What? Is I feel like you can say something and then kind of question yourself. Yeah. And it's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? And that's the case with... I think that's the case with a lot of podcasts. No? Like, can you look that up right now? If it's UV yeah. radiation. Yeah. UV. Yeah. Yeah. UV radiation. Yeah, it is. Ultraviolet. Um, UV rays. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess. So it's so, it's so high there. Yeah. So really? Yeah. So you're like closer to it. And like, you can't really take off your shirt. So you just got hella tanned on the lower part of your yeah. legs and your or your arms and your legs. Yeah, I'm trying to even it out here. And um, it just hasn't been working for the past however long. No. Cool. So, yeah. Um, dude, can I ask you some questions? Sure, go for it. I don't what do you got? What do you got? See what I, have. I, I wrote some stuff down here. <laughs> He's a better host of this podcast than I am. He wrote some shit down and I didn't. What do you got? Um. <laughs> what? It's just getting hotter and hotter in here. What is it? What is your What is your favorite thing to do in terms of like? Okay, you have this podcast. Mm-hmm. You also have your YouTube stuff. Mm-hmm. You have your. Am I allowed to ask this question? What? And you also have your stand up comedy. Yeah. Like, what's what's your absolute favorite thing to do? Because I'm so I'm I, I just like don't I don't really have a full understanding of like of just what it's like to do what you do you know yeah, like we yeah, honestly yeah. do like two like very different things yeah you know? yeah yeah so I'm just curious yeah. what your favorite thing is to do I mean this podcast is definitely becoming one of my favorite things to do yeah it's becoming one of my favorite like mediums because it's actually like even even like me and you have known each other for years and years we've been best friends and it's like. I st- these things like when you have a conversation uh, uninterrupted for 45 minutes to an hour, like yeah. you really learn about someone like, you know, you know, like we never really talk about this stuff. Yeah, sure. We do. But it's like, it, it, you know, a lot of the times it's like whatever it's 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 lighter. It's over beers and we don't really get into it. Right. But it, in this context where you're like thinking about like other people like will like wanting to learn about that experience and stuff, you really dive deeper into this stuff. Yeah. Sure. So I think it's becoming one of my favorite mediums. And I also like interviewing people that I, I, I don't really know that well. Like, yeah. you know, 
people like Zane and who I'm friends with, but I don't, I've never really had the, a sure. conversation yeah, with them yeah, for an sure, hour. Sure. Um, Justin, so, like people like that. Yeah. And it, it's, it's like, it's also, it also helps a lot in terms of like stand up and stuff. Um, because you can just explore like, yeah. you know what I mean? It's like lightweight. Like you come up with a topic and you just like explore it for 10 minutes on the mic, you yeah. know? Uh, that being said, I love, like, there's no feeling like after you get off the stage on a, like doing stand up. there's definitely no feeling like that. Like that's unreal. So that's like becoming one of my favorite things to do just because like the, it's, it makes me so nervous. And then after I get off stage or even like just making people laugh on stage, sure. and I'm sure people have heard this before, but it's like that feeling is so like addictive. Yeah. It's crazy. But then I also really like acting. And I also really like doing YouTube. <laughs> so it's like, I like them all. I don't even know. Like that's, that's dude, why screen, I'm doing. You're, you're, you're in good shape for your Seth Meyers interview, dude. Like this is what I feel like every sort of like person says, like he asked that kind of question. They're like, I really like this, but I also like this. And I also like yeah, this, you know? Yeah. So. I mean, the way I see it right now is just like go hard on as many, many things as I can do. Right. Like, you know, I'm, I'm reaching the max in terms of like time spent. Like I want to like, basically like I'm trying to post, like at least two YouTube videos a week on my main channel, two on the podcast yeah. channel, and then, you know, do like once a month stand-up show yeah. and then do auditions as well. So I'm like reaching like the max, but I'm like trying to like go as hard as I can on all of those things. Yeah, sure. Until like one of them Dude, you're like, works. It's like Childish Gambino, just doing everything. Yeah, but I'm not, you know, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not Glover yet. That dude literally does everything, though, right? Is there someone? Can I mean, you think it's, it's the same? Yeah, Ansel can you Al think Gord. of anyone that does more things than not him? Like more? A- but Ansel Elgort is like a great like comparison. It's okay, the same with Jamie yeah. Fox. Like, there's dudes yeah. out there that are just fucking artists, you know, just Renaissance it, men. It just yeah, it just doesn't matter what medium they pick up. They're yeah. just creative dudes, and they're gonna excel in that medium. I'm just it's not. I can't. I can't even like. I can't even say it's envy because I just know that I can never do anything like that, and it's just so impressive to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I think it's one of the most impressive things. It's just cool. You know, it's like people, people just fucking love good art, no matter what the medium is. And if if you can excel in multiple of those things, it's like, it's, it's, it's cool. It's cool mostly because most people excel in one and they focus on one. Yeah. Um, But I think like most creative individuals, if you're disciplined and creative, like you can actually excel at multiple things. And I think like, that's the case for it. I mean, you don't, you don't even have to be, everyone's creative. That's my Really? That's my thing right now that I that I think, yeah. Is that everyone is everyone is more creative than they I see, give themselves I credit for. I don't know, man. Like pure like pure creativity I think is such a a rare thing. Like I think people can be like innovative and like especially when it comes to like processes. Mm-hmm. Like you can have like a good idea about how to like streamline things. Okay. But like pure creativity like that's so admirable to me like you're just coming up with something brand new even if it's like a podcast or a youtube channel or um like i don't know well, like or you're writing a tv show like that's like you're, you're creating something from nothing like i don't think i have that no no this is my this is my theory is that that's that's hard for everyone like that's literally hard even for the most creative people that tell that say like they love you know like People that make music and they're like, I love making music. I never want to stop making music and all this stuff. I know that when they sit down and there's a blank canvas, yeah. that's intimidating for them, no matter who it is. Like, this is what this is what I have. I have a friend, uh, a close friend. Uh, she's a writer. And now she's, I think she's writing on the new season of uh, True Detective or something like that. She's like amazing, very, very talented, very gifted. But 
she told me like one day she's like, do you make yourself right? And I was like, and I was like, yeah, but it's like, it's, it's a fucking, it's a thing that I have to sit down and make myself do. I don't enjoy the blank page. I don't. And she was like, she was like, that's what, that's what it is. Yeah. She's like, writing is one of the most, like the hardest things because it's intimidating and you, you know, you kind of psych yourself out, but it's like, once you break through that, like initial phase, that's really surprising too. Cause I like know this like individuals well and like for her, like I would just always assume that they could sit down and just come up with something like hilarious. Now she was like, it's a, it's a, you know, it's something that you got to make yourself do. And it's like, I forget exactly how she put it, but like, you know, I'm, I'm paraphrasing here, I guess. Um, but like, in a sense, it's like, it's a miserable thing. Like, like basically making yourself do this, but like, yeah. and it's the same thing with editing. It's the same fucking thing with like, when I wrote the song, it's like, just, just, just making yourself do it and going through that like initial phase where it's like, this is shitty. 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 And then it's finally near the end. It's like, wait a minute. Like I, this is actually like something that is cool and I made it from scratch. And now this is the most rewarding feeling ever. Yeah. It's it. I mean, it was the same thing with programming for me too. Yeah. But that's again, that's like a, that's like an inherently creative thing. Like it's an inherently I don't think it's creative inherently creative. I think it's like, discipline. I think it's, it's, I mean, it's like it, when you boil it down, it's ones and zeros. It's by definition uh, quantitative. I don't think that's, but like once you're at a higher level and you're like coming up with solutions to problems, then I feel like it, get, it gets creative. But like for the most part, there is like a way to complete something that you should know. I don't know. No. Maybe I'm wrong. Mm. Well, if I have one request as we like. I'm, I, I, yeah, we're winding it down. We're winding it down. Yep. To all the all the chodesters out there, <laughs> tweet at this guy. Tell him and Devin to do another fucking question and answer video because it's so goddamn funny. Not your average Q and A. Not what your average Q and A. Okay. No, um, we'll do it. We'll do it. Yeah, we did one with Marcus. It's really? in the, yeah. I have the footage. I have. It's, the, not, like, it's not a public. I've half edited it, and I for some reason I just like stopped editing. <laughs> And so I think it's funny. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe, so maybe I'll, maybe I'll, yeah, we can watch it. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll drop it as they say. Hate that term. Fucking yeah. hate that term. All right, guys. Uh, do you want to promote anything? Do you want to like get, do you want them to follow I you on anything? No, I don't. I do not want to be, I do not want to be followed. I do not have anything to promote. All right. So never mind then. This is uh, refreshing. Cheers, guys. Cheers. We're going to go enjoy Ibiza. Uh, probably be out all night partying. And, um, you, if you like, you know the drill. If you like this podcast, go ahead and rate it on iTunes. I think we're almost at 800 ratings now, which is crazy. Wow, dude, we hover now since since I put this on YouTube. Uh, we like insanely chill hovers around like 30 on the podcast charts. It's crazy. Wow. Um, so yeah, thank you guys for the support. Donate to my Patreon, uh, Patreon.com/slash/CodyCo. Or actually, no, you know what? This is something <laughs> that I wanted to plug. This is what I always do. I fucking plug as many things as I can. And this is the moment where people, all, everyone turns this shit off. That's the moment. Especially now because we're like a little bit drunk. You know, I We're like winding this out yeah. a little bit. Like we've lost pretty much everyone except for, you know. The most dedicated chodesters. <laughs> um, guys, my merch is out. And it's represent.com slash Cody Co. It's a shirt that says merch on it. It's fucking hilarious. <laughs> it's the funniest thing I've ever done. Um, I was going to talk about this on this episode if it was just going to be me just because like I wanted to talk about like my thought process and stuff. I've had this idea now for like a long time and then I finally did it and people are like, what's the shirt that says merch on it? This is fucking lame. Like I'm going to wait till you have actually good merch. 
But I think it's good. I think because it's so bad, it's good. I mean, that's why I do it. Corinna killed it in the last video. Oh yeah, she had that, that shit merch, on merch tee. Yeah, yeah. Um, so cop one, guys, it's only going to be available for like another ten days, I think, from this podcast coming out, and then you'll never be able to buy a merch shirt again. So go and get one, and I thank you to people who have already bought one. It's cool. It's it's awesome, and I appreciate the support. So uh, that being said, we will see you on i guess on sunday with the weekend edition but i guess i'm gonna have to interview nick <laughs> yeah you you'll uh you'll have to talk about whatever you guys are doing on uh on saturday the boat oh race, yeah the boat race that'll yeah. be good you'll yeah. have you'll yeah, have yeah. plenty of uh yeah i'm going to london we're gonna go to like a black tie thing it's gonna be crazy and i'll talk to him about startups and stuff yeah because he now runs his own business he'll have something to promote that's mm-hmm. for sure that's <laughs> for sure all right guys thanks for uh thanks for watching we'll see you next time peace